Hello and welcome back to the Off Dome Podcast, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great fucking day. Uh, another another day in the books. We're back at it again. Um, well, we can finally say it's happened. We've finally freed this man. He's done. He's gone. They've allowed him to get out. Thank you. Holy shit, this is like a bad horror movie. The Browns have finally traded Baker Mayfield, and he's got a shot now. And I just did, let's, let's take a look. I just did these two teams in my... Uh, Last episode in the power rankings, I had Cleveland at 27 and Panthers at 26, and I said that was only reason was because of quarterback. Now, we still know Deshaun Watson's no-go, but they knew Baker wasn't having it. He wasn't going to be there. So what they did was go ahead and finally moved him off, only for a fifth-round pick, which was strange, but they knew. Baker did have to take three-and-a-half mil of a pay cut to get this done, I believe, because they were still fighting over the money issue, and Baker's like, look, I just want to be a starting quarterback in this league that with a team that wants me to be their starting quarterback in this league. So I'll take $3.5 million off of this deal right now to just get me moved. Get me out of this situation. Fuck, dude. I don't blame him. Why not? Bet on yourself, take the pay cut, go to Carolina, and then make them show you the big bucks if they want to keep you because you have a great season. It's the division to do it, right? You get For Baker, it's a win. He gets out of this division. First off, he gets out of the AFC conference, which is brutal, especially with the talent. The young quarterback talent that they have in this conference, AFC, is loaded. Just look at the AFC West. Russell Wilson moving in. He already had Patrick Mahomes, probably the best quarterback right now, other than Tom Brady. Uh, then you got Justin Herbert, the best rising star out of all of them. He's right there behind Mahomes. Hasn't got to that level because he didn't get to the Super Bowl, but he's still damn great. And then you got Derek Carr, who's no slouch. Don't get it twisted now. He's got Devontae Adams, his old college running mate. Ooh, it's going to be nasty. Him and I'm going to run from him, I'm telling you. Uh, watch out. So I think he's smart. Just just getting out of that, uh, all that talent pool in, in the AFC. We didn't talk about Lamar. Um, Tua's coming up. What's he going to do in Miami? Josh Allen. Didn't even say, mention him. So he goes to the NFC where it's just Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and old farts are trying to get out. You know what I mean? Russell did it wrong. He went ass backwards and went to the tougher conference, but and the hardest division. Crazy. That's how bad he wanted at Seattle. So I'm glad though. I'm glad Baker got out. He's getting a situation now. Now I value Carolina where they can they have a chance now at a wild card this year. This year, the way the roster is set up, Matt Rule wants to win now. They have this shot and ability to win now. I, I get they're gonna give him shit because they have all this money tied up in uh, quarterbacks. Now they've all these picks they traded for quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, the money they paid him, he's a, not working out. Now they have to take pay more money to bring in Baker, and then his contract's gonna be up after this. And he's gonna want another deal, so it's like, where do you, where, what, what do you do? Everyone's gonna give him shit for it, but they're trying, man. Gotta give him credit. And this is the best move they could have done because the going in with Sam Darnold as your starting quarterback wasn't gonna cut it. So I'm glad they got the deal done to get Baker. They had to do some, you know, Baker had taken it in his own hands to get it done. But hell, if that's what you gotta do, that's what you gotta do. I respect the hell out of that move. Does the right thing, and now he's got a chance. With that, in that division alone, I don't think they're better than Brady and the Bucks, but they can compete with Tampa Bay for a wild card spot, I believe. I think Tampa Bay's got the division, but watch out now. Carolina's now now there's a three team race. We don't know what the Saints are going to be, and we don't know obviously what Carolina's going to be, but on paper, there's three teams that could really do some damage. But I think Tampa Bay edges all of them out in that division but he's just he's got a better shot now so this is a better opportunity for him it's just the browns 
Now the Browns are foolish. I mean, they, they knew they couldn't ask him to come back because they burned that bridge, right? That bridge is burned. He don't want to play there. And, look, you had to move him. Your your cards were played, and and everyone had to examine your hand prior to playing this, this, this round. So it is what it is. You got what you got for it, and you have to move on and bite the bullet. Now they have to go into a season where they have a Jacoby Brissett starting their – starting their squad until Watson comes back if he gets to play this year. This could be a, a wasted wash year. So that's why it didn't make sense when Clown was like, yeah, he's only signed back with Cleveland because of Deshaun Watson. Well, Deshaun Watson might not play, and you signed a one-year deal, dude. What are you talking about? Blowing smoke up people's ass. That dude ain't even going to play. Tell me I came back for him. Okay. And he ain't playing. At least, probably, I would say at minimum, it's six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. So we can close that chapter out now. Finally, they they move on from that situation. They get that deal done. Um, I think it just makes sense. I think it immediately makes Carolina dangerous. I mean, you look at that roster with the, the receivers they have. Now, the question has always been with Carolina, can they stay healthy? Can Christian McCaffrey stay healthy? He has to stay healthy. That's why they have Chuba Hubbard behind him. I think he's great. Uh he can do a lot of things that McCaffrey can, but he's not, obviously he's not McCaffrey. But they, 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 if they can keep him going with Baker and the receiving core that they got, uh, I think they'll be all right. I think they got a shot. And the defense, they've been they've been building that defense up. Derek Brown, uh, what's the safety they got? That's really nasty. Can't think of it off the top of my head now. Oh man, such the C. Can't think of it now. Uh, but they, their defense, they've been stacking up their defense. You know, Brian Burns, nasty edge rusher. I mean, they got pieces on this defense. You know, Just because Luke Keekly left doesn't mean they're reset. Matt Rule's been pl- pl- putting in a lot of defense. So, uh, g- good to see that for Baker, though, get that deal done. We're glad to have that situation finally closed. I mean, free that man. Let him go play somewhere. Now he's got a starting gig for sure. I don't think just because you're paying Sam Darnold that much money, well, that's just a bad deal. And he's not a starter. You overpaid for a backup. Is what it is. I think just because he's pay, pay, getting paid more doesn't mean he deserves the right to start right away. You know what I mean? I'm not buying that whole deal, but you know. Uh. What are you going to do? I mean, that that chapter's done. Now we're waiting to see the NBA chapter of what the hell Kevin Durant's going to do. Kyrie Irving. What We're basically waiting on what they're going to do. I think, did Zach Levine sign back? As of yet, I didn't hear. I thought he was. Um. Oh. Oh, Zach Levine is staying in Chicago. He, he did get a deal done, $215 million for five years. Okay, so Zach Levine's, yeah, pretty much what we're just waiting on now is KD and Kyrie. What that'll do, that'll move the ball. for If KD goes to the Suns, that'll move the ball with uh, DeAndre Ayton. Because we are waiting on DeAndre Ayton. We don't know what the Suns are doing. But now with Kevin Durant in play, that might stall that uh, talk right then and there. So... We'll see what, what's going to happen here. I mean, if Kyrie stays, I would assume Kevin Durant stays. The only option is to move Kyrie to L.A., but I don't think they can make it happen. I don't think they can spin that situation around to where they can manage to get Kyrie to L.A. for Russ and whatever picks and players they want. 
put into that deal. I just don't know if there's enough meat on the bones there. What could you possibly want if you're Brooklyn from the Lakers? What benefit do you get? Just because Kyrie wants to go there, you're going to send him there and take the deal? What? Who says you have to take the deal to take Russ and whoever? To me, it makes the most sense to go anywhere else but Los Angeles. They have no one under contract. They were getting guys on vet minimum deals to fill in that roster because they have so much money tied up into their stars. And can we stop? And and I also want to say, can we stop acting like Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA? He's not. He is not the best player in the league. I'm tired of him. I don't even think he's better than LeBron James in the league right now. And I'm. I, that's totally. I'm 100. percent you look at LeBron James' track record, everywhere that he's gone now, he's won championships. In Cleveland, got him a championship. Went to Miami. He went to Miami, learned how to win championships with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Then he came back to Cleveland, got him a ring like he said he, he was going to. Did his due diligence there. He even left a winning He could have kept winning more rings in Miami and was like, I got something to take care of, D-Wade. Appreciate you. Thank you for showing me how to be a champion. I'm going to go and still add on these boys back here in Cleveland. And then he goes and wins them a championship. It's like, okay. Then he goes in L.A. and gets the bubble championship over my Miami Heat. Where Yimmy Buckets tried to win us another ring himself again. Him and Bam. But, so, I mean, I think LeBron's better than Kevin Durant. Truth be told, I mean, that's just me. Kevin Durant's not the best player. You're disrespecting Joker. Uh, Joker. Back-to-back MVP. You're disrespecting him. He ain't better than him. You're disrespecting Giannis. Giannis? Dude, you're crazy if you're taking Kevin Durant over Giannis Antetokounmpo. You're crazy. I don't give a damn if Giannis can't shoot from three. Don't matter. You can't stop Giannis from getting to where he wants to. So what are, you talk- what are we talking about? What are we even talking about here? You're not telling me that Kevin Durant's not the best player. He can't win a ring anywhere. When he doesn't get his way, how convenient is it that they lose, they get swept in the playoffs, and then he goes, I either want to go to the number one team in the West or the number one seed in the East or go back to Golden State who just won a championship. Those are your three options. The two best teams in each conference and the champion? Dude, get the fuck out of here, man. You cannot tell me you're going to be doing all that. Those are the teams you pick. Come on, bro. I don't know, but he could go anywhere. L.A. doesn't make any damn sense to send Kyrie. Back to Kyrie, I don't know where he fits, but he doesn't fit there. And then I heard something about Kevin Durant maybe to Boston. Why would they Why would they do that? You know they're going to have to give up too many pieces and dismantle that team. Hell no, you were just in the fucking finals. Don't mess up that team. Bring them back, run it back. Maybe add a piece or two rookie, young guy that contributes a little bit. But other than that, you're ready to go. You got young two-way stars, ready to go. Fuck that. Don't bring in Kevin Durant. I don't want Kevin Durant in Miami. He doesn't fit the culture. He doesn't fit the vibe. I don't think they would do it, even though we have a lot of pieces to get it done, which I wouldn't mind giving up the pieces that we have, but don't see it happening. Suns, I could see him making a deal. That, that way it gets rid of DeAndre Ayton. It's the best move. If you're Brooklyn, you do it with Phoenix, even though it makes him the best team in the NBA on paper. You get DeAndre Ayton. So who cares? You get the best young big in the game, one of the best. You get something, and then you trade. Ky- then you maybe you trade Kyrie for Russ. You get Russ and DeAndre Ayton, and go from there. Whoever else you got, fuck it. I mean, you got Russ for one year, you got Ayton for the lifetime, and then you just go from there. 
That's the way I see it. Uh, that, I would do something like that. Or Portland. I, I personally love Kevin Durant to Portland. Go do that. That would change my narrative on him. That would change the narrative on how we look at him. People that look at Kevin Durant the way they do is because he didn't win one on his own. He had a chance when his original team, the big three in OKC, now it's not his fault they got broken up. They went to the finals against the Miami Heat the first, the second time Miami went to the finals, and they swept them. Miami swept them, but that was his legacy, his team. Then he goes to Golden State, uh, who then eventually would end up knocking them out, and then he goes to Golden State afterwards. Now, that's not your legacy. That's Steph Curry's team. They were already winning championships. Then you went there. Okay, you go to Brooklyn, it fails. Not really your fault. You played most of the season. Kyrie was doing his thing. James didn't want it out, and Ben Simmons didn't play. I say if you're going to jump ship, jump ship somewhere where there's not a winning culture. Don't go to the best team. Don't go to the top team in the NBA. No, no, no. Don't fuck that. Go to Portland. Hell, go to Minnesota. Go to anywhere, dude. You can go anywhere. Go play with the Spider out in Utah. you got to go to a team that isn't winning right now. Like, they don't have to be bad. I'm not saying you got to go to the Knicks and give them a championship, but you can't play with the best teams and be like, look at me, I'm the GOAT. So, that's my little spiel on that. We'll, as we'll keep an eye on that, see where he goes. We'll keep talking about it as more rumors and serious stuff pops up. Really nothing going on too much other than that, guys. Uh... We'll keep going on my power rankings, preseason power rankings, as we're getting close to kickoff. We're almost to NFL Sundays, boys. We're almost there. All right, so where we left off was to wrap up last episodes. Browns at 27, Carolina at 26, which I value them a lot higher than 26, and now they have Baker. But that's where we're at. This was prior to this, so we're going to roll with it. Uh, Jags at 25, Jets 24, Commanders 23. All right, so we're moving on to number 22 all the way down to 18 in this episode. All right, so at 22, I got the Detroit Lions, who I think will surprise some folks this year. The big question I have is Jared Goff. I'm not a big Goff guy. I didn't like him in L.A. I didn't like him at all, uh, period. I mean, he's, he's he can throw an okay ball. He can short stuff. I don't trust him with the D stuff. I thought he was just around an excellent team. Um but Detroit's kind of getting their thing together. Defensively, they're getting better. I like the pick of Aiden Hutchinson this year. They're getting pieces going. Swift on the offensive side is really good. Uh, bringing in DJ Chark with TJ Hawkinson. Offensive line, they're trying to work up a little bit. They got to get it. Peeney Sewell, they drafted. Um, I mean, good pieces they got on offense. I like what they're doing. Jeff Okuda's got to fill in his shoes on defense. Some guys, they need some more edge guys, and we'll see what Hutchinson brings. So... I like where, uh, excuse me, I like where they're going. Damn, that was a voice crack from hell. Uh, I like where they're going, though, uh, this Lions team. I think they're going to surprise some folks with what they're doing. Uh, I, I don't think it's it's all bad news for them. It's not another typical Detroit year. I don't think they're going to be winning championships or celebrating anything crazy. It's still Green Bay's division to lose. But in that regards, I think they hop over uh, Chicago this year and get out of four and go to three and keep going upward. A lot of people shit on Dan Campbell and fuck around and give him shit, but I think he's actually doing really good with the, the Lions. He's just weird on the mic, but who cares? What does that have anything to do with winning you football games? As long as he's winning you games, doing what he needs to do, he'll be all right. I think the Lions are on an upward trajectory. They're doing good. With 21, I got Pittsburgh. Uh, solid team built around this, this, this organization here. I think Kenny Pickett's the man. 
he he'll take over this spot pretty quick for Mitch Trubisky, and then he'll be gone somewhere in a few years. Maybe he'll stay the contract, but anyways, not getting too deep into that. Kenny Pickett though, for sure, is definitely going to be the guy. He seems like he's the guy. Uh, coming from Pitt University over to Pittsburgh, so not far, not moving very far. Um, they got some weapons. George Pickens they bring in with Chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson's been proving his worth lately. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, tight end. They got a lot of weapons for whoever they want to do at quarterback. I think right now they have Mitch slotted at number one, but I think Pickett takes it. And they can do some things. So they're going to start like almost middle of the end of the pack here at 21. Uh, <clears throat> Defensive-wise, they brought some guys in. T.J. Watt, obviously a stud. They brought in Miles Jack Devin Bush, to go with Devin Bush. Cam Hayward re-signing Minka to that big deal. I, they got a lot of pieces. They're ready to win. They just got to get the quarterback situation figured out. So whoever wins that job and takes it and runs with it, good for them. We'll see who it does. I think, to me, Kenny Pickett's your guy. They know that. Um, Mitch was brought in in the understanding that he was probably going to be the starting quarterback because I don't think he was told that he would have to – they were going to draft Kenny Pickett. I don't think anybody told him. I think the reports came out that he did not know, and he was kind of su- surprised. So he he's competing for a spot, but I think – Ultimately, Kenny Pickett gets that spot and runs with it. I think the Steelers are going to be in good hands with Kenny Pickett moving forward. He's going to a good spot with the favorable situation. Next, I have uh, the New England Patriots at 20. New England at 20. Uh, Mac Jones' progression's got to get going here. Um, I I kind of like him. I kind of like him. Uh Moving forward, we got to see what he can do, though. They're not giving him pieces. They're giving him the old Tom Brady treatment. And, you know, that's what I thought Bill Belichick's going to keep doing, apparently. That's what he's proven out to do. Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Jacoby Meyer, Devontae Parker, that's that's what they're running with. Damian Harris. I don't see them doing too much. It's, uh, it's hard to judge these guys, really. I don't know with New England anymore. Defensively, they're kind of all over the place. They've got some good pieces I like. Kyle Duggar, Josh Uche, Juwan Bentley. Some guys I like. I'm not 100% all in on their defense, but they've traded. They traded uh, Winovich. I know. I know that. But I, I, they're the kind of middle of the pack for me. That's where I got them. I'll turn that down now. Mute it. Uh. So that's just kind of where we're at with New England. They're kind of meh for me. I don't know if they make big splashes this year. Doing that. Turn it down. So, uh, we'll see where we're at with that. Next, at number 19, I got Minnesota. Minnesota coming in at 19. Another one of those teams to me that's meh. I've never been a big Kirk Cousins fan. You know, they finished second in the division last year. I think they're uh, – I don't remember what we came out with my rankings. I think I had them right around there. Yeah, they were second. I had I had them coming in at second this year again. Justin Jefferson, love them. Dalvin Cook, a beast. They got a great running back room. Alexander Madison's really a, a good backup, underrated. Adam Thielen's getting on the older side. Uh, they got to get some other receivers in there with Justin Jefferson, but they're still keeping it going with this team. The offensive line's solid. They're one of those mad teams, middle of the pack. They might do something in the playoffs. They might not. I don't know. Injuries could play a factor. Their defense is getting old. They brought in Zadarius Smith, which is kind of big, but we'll see what that if that's enough to get them going or, or what they're going to do here moving forward. But Minnesota's solid. I, I don't know if they're going to – they're just one of those teams where, and eh, they might make something happen. They might not. They're not, they're not going to make too big of waves this season, I don't, I don't think. And that leaves us at the last spot here now with uh, – oh, messed up. Hold on. 
actually close out what I was looking at here. Okay, so Tennessee. I had Tennessee at uh, 18 to wrap it, wrap things up here with the power rankings. Number one, last year I think they take, take a step back. Not a fan of Ryan Tannehill. I like Malik Willis going forward. Give him uh, at least a year. Don't want him to play this year. Start him next year maybe. Um, I like him moving forward. Tannehill can only get you so far. Uh, Derrick Henry, love Derrick Henry. But the big thing is here, let's not be honest, elephant in the room is A.J. Brown. Getting rid of A.J. Brown for Traylon Burks, not a fan. Don't like it. They're bringing Robert Woods. You would have paired Robert Woods with A.J. Brown, okay. But I, I don't understand this move. Tennessee's making a head scratch. Kind of a head-scratching move for me. I'm not going to lie. Not 100% behind it. Uh, A.J. Brown's a beast. They're giving him up to Philly. Now Philly's tough, dude. They could win that division. Oh, they really could. But we're talking about Tennessee at 18 here. Yeah, so Traylon Burks really got to step up big quick. Uh, Robert Woods coming off injuries. O-line's what it is. Not bad, not great. Uh, defense is kind of okay. They're putting pieces together. Ah. I got him at 18. I think, I think they slide... They probably stay here most of the year. I don't think they go up or down too much. They're, they're, they're going to take a step back, and everyone's going to be like, oh, damn, what happened to Tennessee? They fell off. And then Malik Willis will shine next year for him. Well, he'll play up for him. Not, I won't want to say shine because I'm not going to predict. I don't know if he's going to be good or not. I like the kid, but I, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward here what they what they plan on doing. Tennessee, uh, to me, I think it's time for them to take a step back. I, Derrick Henry probably ends up – He's gonna stay there, but that quarterback situation—they're gonna—I think—goes to Malik Willis next year. To be honest, uh, that's the—that's the preseason power rankings. We wrap up this episode. Let me let me make a note of this real quick while we're while we're doing this while we're wrapping things up for you guys. Um, so that knocks off that episode. Okay, so we have 17 through 13 coming up. Then we have 12 through 8, and then we do the top seven. We finished it off here in a couple of episodes of the top seven power rankings. So you stick around for that. We'll see who we get rounded up. Who's the top top dogs, in my opinion. Might be maybe a surprise. I don't know. Maybe the order. Team-wise, I don't think the teams are a surprise. I think the order maybe maybe a surprise. But, um, yeah, man, I think that's pretty much uh, we'll keep that going in the, in the future. I think we'll leave things there for you guys. Nothing too crazy popping off. Um, we'll see, follow this, these stories closely with Kevin Durant and stuff in the future. See where they're going to go. If they even move at all, it's all just a big ploy, a big bluff. We'll see. I think they give it a year, they come back and run it back again with Ben Simmons. Watch. I got a feeling. All right, guys. I hope you guys have a great day. I love you all. Peace.